Hey, y'all. It's Rachel and Eddie, and welcome to my so-called mess. Eddie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I woke up and had this sudden urge to go to the grocery store at like 7.30 in the morning. I always laughed for oh, somebody. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. So how was it? It was so nice because it was empty. Um yeah. But I feel like my day should be done by now. That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how you grow. You probably, because you have a family and everything, you make a list and your kids say what they want and you have ideas for food for like meals and stuff. I don't right, cook, yeah. so I go by feeling. Oh, nice. Right? Like today, this week, so I bought stuff I never buy. About like packets of tuna. I go through phases of I love tuna and then I hate tuna in a packet because it's disgusting. So we'll see what happens. But I bought a bunch of them. Yeah, no. No, I love the tuna packet phase. They have you tried the ones that are like the deli ones? No, it's like tuna salad. Like it's like tuna it's like kind of like pre-made tuna salad. They have sriracha ones and ranch and regular. Yeah, so I bought those so I wouldn't have to like. I took one step out of what I would have to do. Yeah, that sounds right up my alley. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with those. And I've been on a cereal and yogurt kick. I think that's um, that's one of those fashion fashion diets. Is it? <laughs> yeah, Rachel's cereal and yogurt. <laughs> well, I forgot to buy fruit to put in it. I mean, I bought bananas, but I don't like bananas and yogurt because it's too much of like weird consistency like weird textures oh yeah yeah so, yogurt and bananas are like squishy and yeah it's squishy. disgusting it just makes me want to yeah so i meant to buy like dry fruit but i've meant to buy dry fruit for the past three times i've gone and i've never come home with any so you know what i like and this this violates the squishy squishy law I like blueberries and yogurt. Okay, so what I usually do, I do too, actually. But I like to freeze my blueberries and then put them in the yogurt. Whoa, and then they're like hard. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's genius. Mm-hmm. I forgot Life about hacks. that too. Life oh hacks, my gosh, bro. I could have gotten blueberries today. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what I did this morning. So again, I feel like... I've been having sleep issues. I've been getting up at four every morning, and this is the first morning I slept past four Mm -hmm. in like a week. Congrats. So I woke up like full of energy. Oh my God, I know. I know. So it's been a while. How have you been now that we talk about my grocery shopping excitement? I've been good. Um, Uh,. I got a tattoo for Christmas. I got a little tat on my arm. I saw it. I got, it looks so cute. I read, I've been reading memoirs. I don't know if I told you about that. Yes. What are you reading now? Um, well, I, it's kind yeah, let's get into it. Um, so I read Demi's memoir over the summer. Demi Moore. Mm. Did I tell you about that? A little bit. But and that one got me started because I was like, oh, this is cool because it's like trashy and easy to read. Mm-hmm. And then um, for Christmas, Meg got me Britney's memoir. <gasps> How do you feel about Britney? Oh, my God. You read it? Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. How was it? I thought it was really good. Like, um, 
she is a pretty poor writer. Like, she doesn't write very well. And she probably didn't even and... write it, but they wanted someone to write it for her that's still a poor writer. So it sounds like her. Yeah, so it started out, and I had just read, like, a Willa Cather novel before I read it. So I think my, um, you know, I was not calibrated for memoir. I was calibrated for, like, fine literature. Mm. And when I started looking at it, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be tough. But then I kind of started reading it in, like, a southern accent, like, oh, hey, y'all, I'm just <laughs> here to have fun, like that kind of accent. Nice. And it got a lot better. It got a lot better when I started using that accent in my brain. But, man, it was so funny because we went down to visit my mom and my dad uh, after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I brought the book out in my mom's house. And, you know, it's got like it's got like a picture of Brittany just in jeans with no shirt on. And she's like, you know, arms crossed over her breasts mm -hmm. on the front. And my mom's like you like her? I cannot believe you like her. She is such a slut. And I was like, whoa, mom. Like, wow. I had no idea you had any opinions about Britney Spears. Like, I I learned a lot about people being passionately opposed to or passionately, like, in support of Britney. Wow. I'm in, I'm in the middle. Honestly, I was never me, in the free Britney like, movement. I heard, I, you're in the free Britney. No, category. I wasn't. Yeah, I, wasn't. I want to hear more about your thing. But like for me, I heard Hit Me Baby one more time. I heard Toxic. And then I didn't hear any other song from her. I know she like performed with Michael Jackson one time and then uh, was in like Pepsi commercials. But this is my, that was the extent of my knowledge mm. of Britney Spears. Oh, that's even better. So what is your take on her? Like so she was pretty international sensation she wasn't i love like i'm a pop culture person i studied like pop culture in college it was one of the things i studied and i love it and it's like so i'm i was on the periphery of britney because i like to like read up on her and know what's going on i was not like crazy free britney movement because i also think she still needs mm -hmm. help but i spent days days like i didn't sleep when i following these like conspiracy theorists about britney on tiktok like, I got sucked down a rabbit yeah. hole this past year. And and then I started watching, like, that she's not alive. It's not really her. She's a clone. Everything's green screen. And they would show all these things to prove it, and it's not her. And she's she's, she's sending signals for help. It was insane. But I but originally, I, I, like, it wasn't her music, but she hung out with my favorite person, I'm obsessed with, is Lindsay Lohan. So when they were hanging oh, out, I was yeah. following like that whole thing, like Paris and Brittany and Lindsay. But I was like, <laughs> I was never like Brittany. I was never like obsessed with Brittany. But I think her story is very interesting, and I think very fucked mm -hmm. up. Um, but I, I haven't read the book. Yeah, that that was like a high moment for her, mm -hmm. according to her memoir. Mm. And people are like, people were like, oh, you guys were just party girls and doing this and doing that but all she's like all we did was drink like we didn't even do any drugs like if uh, anybody did anything except for Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan did do drugs when she was hanging out with them though oh gotcha 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 okay um, that's according to her memoir but yeah okay so she got put into this conservatorship and her dad who was an alcoholic and kind of a shitty dad mm -hmm. uh got appointed 
sole director of her as a person, like an adult, and over her fortune and her business. Yep. And then he, he made her do like these residencies in Las Vegas and kind of just in support of this huge like, you know, bank account. Um, so like whenever there's that much money involved, it was like, you know, tens or tens of millions of dollars mm -hmm. that he was in charge of. And whenever there's that much money involved, I'm, people can act pretty shady. Yes. But, like, even in reading her memoir, like, I was questioning whether she wrote all of it, just like you had said. Like, she worked, maybe worked with somebody. Mm -hmm. I do think that she has some, maybe, like, bipolar disorder mm -hmm. perhaps i'm not a scientist though so I, I can't diagnose but um not to the extent that her dad was like having her medicated like no she was definitely over medicated, medicated yes not great like not a good way correct and and like I they put her on lithium which is uh not great like that's she, a bad she was, she was last on step a lot she of stuff, and I think she was also taking some of, like, I think that people were giving her other things, too. Except she got into, um... She got into, did she say anything she about meth? Herbal, herbal supplements. Mm -hmm. I heard, I had heard little rumblings about meth. Um, meth? Mm -hmm. Oh. But this was in a conspiracy video thing. Um yeah. But yes. Anyway, pretty guilty pleasure read. It was funny because it's this huge hardback book. Mm -hmm. And then I opened it up and it's like one and a half space. And the margins are like an inch on each side. Oh my God, that's like, so funny. It could, it's, it's going straight to paperback. Like the pages are huge. And then there's like so, there's so, it's the text is so sparse. It's pretty funny. That's so funny. I wish you um, watched Bravo because I would tell you to go get... Bad Mormon, so you can tell me about it. Ooh. Which is one of those Salt well, Lake City. It's one of the what? Sorry. One of the Salt Lake City people, housewives, wrote a book yeah. called Bad Mormon. So in contrast to that, I also got Patrick Stewart's memoir. Mm. And I'm working through that thing. That is like a tome of, like, it's a, it's a huge hardcover memoir. Mm. The pages are filled with text. Like there's no space for anything but text. And oh. honestly, it's incredibly well written. Oh, wow. Like, in this way where, you know, I've read a lot of memoirs and this is just like, I could see this being made into a movie, which oh, is crazy wow. because he's a movie star. Right. And it's like, I don't know. My, it's just the most well-written memoir. I'd, I would love to hear it. Like, I'm trying, kind of hearing like his voice. Do you kind of hear his voice when you read it? I do. Yeah, that's awesome. My favorite memoir ever that I read was when I was I read when I was a kid. So it's like you know it's an old one, the Drew Barrymore memoir. Oh whoa! When, mm -hmm. when did she write a memoir? <laughs> A lot. Let me see if I could find one. 
when how old this book is. Oh my god, I was a little obsessed with Drew Barrymore for a while. Also, and did did Heidi Fleiss write a memoir? Oh, I bet. Well, okay, so but I Drew th- Barrymore is so young. Like I, I know like she was young. Memoir, I know. Like... Was Wildflower a new one? Little Lost Girl, nineteen ninety. 1990. 1990. Uh-huh. So she was in her 20s when she wrote it? Or 30s? I guess. Isn't she your age? I don't know how old she is. Let me go back and look. Um, Drew. Yeah, I mean, so I'm into memoirs. I'm going to just, like, consume them, burn through them. Yeah, we're close in age. Um, I also read... Was it Anne Heche's? Mm-hmm. I think I read hers. I think it was her. Yeah, I um, originally my, my thought was like, oh, I don't have school. I can read books, but I haven't read a book. I instead oh, yeah. added more streaming to my TV and I got Peacock because I can get a student rate for like a dollar a month. Mm-hmm. So why not? And I've been watching Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Med like it's my job. And like I'm like I'm part of the team. <laughs> That's funny. I realized that the only thing I watched on Peacock was the Saved by the Bell reboot. Mm, I don't know if I watched the reboot. <clears throat> Maybe I think I watched a little bit of it. And then I was like, I can't watch this. Um and then yeah, all the Bravo was... shows are on there. What? All the Bravo shows are on Peacock. Oh, okay. That's your jam, too. Yes, very much so. So, but I realized over this break, I'm not enjoying a school break. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like my routine. I'm like a little bored. You know what I did? No, I don't. So, okay. So, I, my new, my, I don't do resolutions or any of that stuff. We're like, new year, new me, because it's the same fucking you. You can make changes. Every day is a new day to like be new new to you, right? Like you can always do something for yourself. So I try not to do that. But going into like a new year, I was trying to figure some way of doing it. I'm like, you know what? I spent so many years not treating myself because my ex was an addict. So like I was always worried about money or like he'd get, me- you know, like so many things. And, you know, there's so many other issues. I don't need to do this for myself. He needs help. You know, all that kind of shit. And then after mm-hmm. we, after I left him and he t- took everything from me, um, I didn't really have money to treat myself. So I do little things like I would try, but I'd, then I'd feel guilty about it. Like I shouldn't have spent that money. I shouldn't have. So the other day, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing something for myself." I went Ooh, and I got do? I got injectables for the first time. Oh, cool. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Mm-hmm. Didn't you work at a supplement place for a second? I work at a vitamin place, and they do, or a, uh, not a vitamin, a hydration center, you know, like an IV place. And one of the reasons that I had picked yeah. that one is because they used to have injectables, and they don't do them anymore. The person left, and they didn't, or they don't, didn't have space, whatever it was. So, because I was like, oh, I'd get a discount. So I do get a discount on mm-hmm. other things like semaglutide and IVs. But I don't like. I don't want to go on my day off and get a an IV. Like I don't want to go. You know what I mean. So like the other day, do you have to sit there? How long do you have to sit there? It's like thirty, forty five minutes usually. But you can get a pressure bag and it's quicker. But the other day, I did get an IV um, real quick. But it was like oh. yeah, it was like thirty minutes. 
Um, so yes, yeah, so a I'm, quick IV. I've never heard of that. That's so crazy. An IV. I, got, I went and got a quick IV. Mm-hmm. I did the um, and I got biotin put in it because my hair is thinning from I think from doing some glutide. So I got biotin, and you can like we have different ones. It's pretty cool, but um, yeah. So but I I went and I did all this research like IV places, and you know when like I I mean I was reading some of the like blurbs that people wrote, but a lot of those are like friends and you know whatever but something about this one clinic just like it felt really good just reading Mm -hmm. their stuff I just felt like that clicked to them because one of the things they said is one they don't really take tips which I like they just ask you to write your reviews I think I read that and then also like they talk about like they go through everything and about like making you feel comfortable not like pressuring you to do like everything at once or you know what I mean so I just got, I got, I found a Groupon <laughs> for them also. So I got Disport, Disport, I don't know how you say it, in my forehead. But I only, I didn't get like crazy amounts. I only did my forehead and my lips. I did. Oh. Um, not, I didn't do lip filler, but I did Disport on my forehead. And then I did what's called a lip flip. And they... So my head's diaspora, my lips are Botox, and it's Botox around your lips. So it kind of makes your lips uh, puff a little bit, but it like it's not it doesn't it's not filler in your actual lips. So it's smaller than like filler. It just makes it a little bigger. So like fine lines that you get around your lips over the years, or if you ever were a smoker or smoke pot a lot, you know, or drink out of a straw a lot, or just pucker your mouth a lot. Oh yeah. So it's to get rid of those. I've seen those lines. Mm-hmm. So I have a little I've seen bit of those lines before. Yes, I've have some. So I got those just those two things. And she was like, you know, I signed up for a dice board, but she's like, you know what? If you're if you're up for spending a little more money and it wasn't bad, but she's like, I don't like putting dice board in your lips, around your lips. I like Botox works so much better there. Dice board's better for the forehead because it expands more. And she's like, Look, we could go over every, you know, like Sure, you could do more, but it's your first time ever doing this. Let's keep it, you know, on the minimal side. Yeah. So that was good. And then they have, because I'm a sucker, they have membership programs. So you pay a certain amount a month, and then you can get a a treatment every month, and it's a minimum of six months. And, like, some of the treatments are, like, $600 treatments that you get for $200. Wow, that's cool. So I think um, I'm going to sign up so for a membership. These things are not, they're non-permanent, like, cosmetic Cor- needs, right? Correct. So, like, the the treatment I'm going to do will last about a year, six, like, over six months, but probably about a year, which is, like, a resurfacing. So it's just, like, it's rid of dead skin, you know, like, and get your collagen growth going again. Because I also mm-hmm. had lost a bunch of weight, so, like, my skin lost some of its, like, elasticity, so we're working. We're gonna yeah. work on that. So that was that was this week. Oh. Yep. So do I have like a bunch of extra money to be spending two hundred dollars a month? I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know you're not into New Year, New You, but come on, it sounds like I know you're re re reinvesting in yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a cool thing. I figure, like, I'm in school. I'm starting. You know, I'm doing all these new things. I want to feel good when I go out in the world. Honestly, like I, I'm a, I'm a totally in support of doing anything to like change your appearance to something that 
is more, you know, natural to yourself. Mm -hmm. If you, if you just constantly look in the mirror and you're like, ew, 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 Mm -hmm. then you're going to have like a negative opinion of yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now I want to make sure that I don't overdo it. Like there's this person that I see like around and she, she had some kind of procedure done to her forehead, but it's almost like too slick. Does that make sense? There's not one single line on it and it's real shiny. And I don't know if it's just like the treatment is still like fading. But every time I see this person, I'm like, I get stunned looking at their forehead and I can't do anything but stare at their forehead and think that doesn't fit their, that doesn't fit their appearance. The rest of them, because they don't look like they're 12. You know what I mean? And their forehead doesn't move at all. And it's so like, like, so I want to, so, and I liked my person I went and saw and actually she is a family nurse practitioner as well as an Mm -hmm. esthetician. So I feel comfortable like going to her, you know, like I feel like she knows her shit. But I don't know how I feel when I see somebody who's gone like a little bit too far with something because like, it is a personal thing. It's right. The way you look is a personal thing. And they're trying to achieve results that are programmed into them from, you know. That is true. And what, I, like their, their teenage years. Yeah. Probably trying to look like Britney, bro. Right. And I know I can be a little judgy. But I just worry, like, sometimes, too, like, do you actually know if you've gone too far? You know what I mean? I don't know if that's the thing you can tell for yourself. That's what I was guessing. Right. That's it's what... like there is just something about that treatment that is either reacting strangely with her or it's like this is a mental thing that Yes. Like you're you're watching her work out her demons. Probably. Yes, probably. Yes, you are correct. So I'm trying not to be judgy. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, it's hard to not be judgy. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's also hard to not be like, hey, you look good how you look. You know, yeah. You don't need any more of this. But then it's also like, you know, power to you. Like, Right. Do what you want to do. Working on that. But I feel like I found someone who like, this is their thing. Like, they want people to, like, she's like, look, you're still going to get older. Like, we can't stop from getting older. You can't. You're not, you know, I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like I want to look natural. But. Right. And when I told her my age, which I won't say on air, she said, no, you're not. I'm like, thanks. I always feel good when an esthetician is like, you know, you look so much younger. So I was like, thank you. I am doing some good things with my skincare and sunscreen. Not that I did when I was a kid. So, yeah, so I'm going to sign up today, I think, or maybe today, and then set my first treatment. Um, And then we'll see. We'll go from there. Yeah, well, good luck. I'm glad that you're I'm glad that you're doing that. That sounds like a positive side project with all the school you've got going on. Yes, and the only downside is it's a little further north than me. I know it's not really that downside. It was easy to get to, but it's like right around the corner from my cousin's house. Well, not right around the corner. It's really close to my cousin's house. Um, but aren't you like north side anyway? No, I'm south. Oh, okay. I, I am. I looked at the map when I was in Austin, and I was just confused. Austin is big. I am. Okay, so I'm on South Congress. Oh yeah, tell people how to get to your house. Okay, exactly. I'm. I'm. <laughs> for those of you who live in Austin or know Austin, I'm south of Ben White. 
If you go to, if you're in San Antonio, you've gone too far. Exactly. I am, I am in front of, or right near what is called, this little area called St. Elmo. Oh, cool. Like St. Elmo's Fire. Yep. And there's a new QT across the street from me that took forever to open. And when I moved in, I was like, oh my God, I love, I love QT. QT is good stuff. Like QT is a good convenience store. Do I ever? And I was right. like so excited. I'm like, I will be at QT all the time. I've been there like three times. It's a gas station, right? Yeah, but it's like a nice one. I go to the other gas station like for my like convenience stuff I want <laughs> because I don't have to cross the street. Really? <laughs> it's on the other side. Man, of the, it's on I, this... never, I used to do that, but they charge you so much for so little, you know, like. You'll pay like five dollars for a roll of toilet paper, and it's like, right. nah, I'm going to the. Right. I'm just gonna like wait until I go to the grocery store. I don't get stuff like that, but if I'm like, I want a snack, and I have nothing, okay. or and yeah, then I can get down with snacks. Yes, and they then also, like QT has some food. Like they have some choice food options that aren't gross. That is true, and QT has good coffee. But the one on the 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 gas station on the other side, the side of the street that I'm on, there is also a taco truck. In the parking lot, that's really good oh, cool. and cheap as fuck. So I also sometimes go there and get, like, in the morning, I might get, like, a Migas taco. Migas are Ooh. so good. Um, a taco truck with breakfast. That's novel. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so Migas are big here. It's, like, eggs with tortilla chips and some other stuff. Oh, you don't have to tell me what Migas Jeez. is. Oh, yeah. Know, you're... And it's delicious. I forgot. i sorry. I just, like, tried to tell a person who of their culture. No, I mean, what tell your are. audience because but, they need to know about Mika. And it's so good, right? And it's got cheese. And then I always want to add, like, bacon to it. I think every breakfast that I start getting into kind of turns into Migas. If, mm. if you go far enough with any breakfast, you end up with me, Jess. You're right. And like, oh, let's just put some let's just put some black beans on this, right? And some salsa. Mm-hmm. And there's something about having like little strips of tortilla chips inside your eggs or on your eggs that like Oh nice. You know? Yeah. Um but they Frenchify. also Yeah, oh my god, it's so good. And it's cheap. And then they have like really good um al pastor. Oh, yeah, you're in you're in a good spot for Mexican food. Absolutely, everywhere. And the only thing I get, I always, I, because this is how my brain works. I get nervous when I go up there because I always want to try and order in Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Because no one in the taco truck speaks English, or like they understand a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And I always want to, but then I, I like I psych myself out. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, for sure. Everywhere I go, yeah. Yes, I did. I think what happens is, like, since we're in America, a lot of um, Latin Americans speak both English Mm -hmm. and Spanish, or they've been exposed to it, or they at least have somebody there who speaks English. Mm -hmm. And if you go up there with your, like, you know, your your third-grade Spanish lesson, Mm -hmm. um, they're just going to talk to you in English. You're yeah. Be like, oh, thanks for trying, but let's do this in English. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's interesting. We have people come into the our lead where I work part time that don't speak English, and 
they'll ask for an interpreter. And we have a couple people that speak Spanish, but I was there one day when no one in the clinic spoke Spanish. And there was mm-hmm. six people trying to come in for drips. Not one of them spoke English. And then they had to fill out forms. And our forms oh, wow. are not, are only in English. And we couldn't figure out a way to, like, it was, it was crazy. Um, yeah. You got to get on Google Translate. Yeah, we ended up like FaceTiming someone from the other location and she translated, but it's hard because you have to go line by line and there were six people. We only had two iPads, so we had to like, you know, took some time. Um, how was your New Year's? Did you do something incredibly exciting? Uh, yeah, we went to a friend's house. He's got kids that are friends with my kids and um, he's got this nice property on like eight acres. Oh, and nice. He, he set up... a. Recently, he set up like a screen and a sound, a permanent yard sound system in his front yard. Sweet, it sounds swanky, and it it is. Um, but I connected a karaoke laptop to it and set up my sound equipment. You know, like my podcasting stuff to do like singing. Fun. And yeah, it was fun. It was like. It's like karaoke that I downloaded in 2008, so it's kind of old, but got some got some Taylor on there, got some well-known hits. Nice. And everybody seemed everybody seemed to find some songs to sing. How? But it was cold AF, like doing karaoke outside. Mm. Um, he cooked a bunch of meat, and there was a bunch of like very good food. And then we went home at like 10 and then we stayed up and just watched TV. Actually, we played Mario Party and then we watched TV at midnight. And then the kids were like, okay, can we go to sleep now? <laughs> like that's all the fireworks started. Mm, I was asleep by like 1130. I you had made it. I had, um, I played pickleball in the afternoon it's pickleball Sundays around here. And then uh, my went to my cousin's, and so did one of the people I played pickleball with. And we had dinner and game night. And that sounds fun. Yes. What was the game? Okay. It was really funny because first the first thing we played was taboo, but it was like the original taboo. So some of the words Ooh. and some of the like description things about them were like so outdated. It was pretty funny. Yeah, they were, they were like actual taboos. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, some of them, and some of them were like, this makes no sense. And like, if it was a person, I guess, <laughs> like, the stuff about them was outdated. So that was pretty funny. And then we played Scategories. Oh, I like Scategories. That's a good party. I game. fucking love Scategories. I get really competitive in Scategories in my head. I'm really good at Scategories. My brain works like things of like things that no one will think I'm really good. I, I kicked ass in categories. Not to toot my own horn, but you I do am. Some, you do some like alliterative, like double and triple word mm-hmm. things. You know, and like... then I come up with like weird things that like kind of make sense, but they don't, you know, but they work. They actually make sense. Uh-huh. For, so, yes, I'm, I, categories is my jam. And then we played That's What She Said. I've never played that. I mean, I know that Steve Carell says it. I didn't know it was a game. Okay, so it's it's like a dirtier 
um, Cards Against Humanity. As if they could get any dirtier. It's dirty. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And then, and then the other person left. My cousin's husband went to bed. And me and my cousin stayed up and played backgammon for a while. Really? Mm hmm. In the dark? No, we got the lights on. Oh, okay. Why would it be in the dark? Wait, indoor backgammon? What do you think? Oh, back... I was thinking bad. I was thinking badminton. Sorry, backgammon <laughs> is totally just a board game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I got that. Confused. I was like, you went outside and played badminton? That's yep. crazy. Yep. No, just backgammon. Oh, okay. Well, you just... getting your backgammon legs back? I remember you were having trouble getting back into. It. Yes, I'm. I'm back. Although I had a few losses that game, so that night. But that's okay. Yes. I'm I'm back on my backgammon thing. It's so weird. Sorry, I'm going back to my lip thing for a minute. So like it makes it around your lips like, you know, tight. So it's like my I can't really mm -hmm. smile completely. <laughs> Apparently it's really hard to suck on a straw. I don't know what it's gonna be like for blowjobs. Um, we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. uh, and then but when I'm laughing every once in a while and like I try to open my mouth more and it's not Oh, and apparently yeah. So this is kinda of funny. Yeah. No, that's weird because my lips are kind of dry right now. And I was like, oh, man, all this dry, like face dryness probably also, all the dry air probably also adds to your uh, lip, mm -hmm. your lip discomfort. You need a humidifier. Nope, not going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't either. Um Yes, that's what I did for New Year's, and then I played, um, that's about it, that's all I've been, was it New Year's Day, I think, no, it was another time when I went and had, like, pastries before, um, before Pickleball, um, but Pickleball Sundays, I have my own paddles now, I don't, I don't know if they're paddles or rackets, Pickleball Paddle, I don't know, but, like, they make shoes, uh -huh. That's a pickleball on them. I'm not, I'm not to that level. I got a little competitive in my head this week. It was not very nice. You want shoes that say pickleball? No, I don't. Them? I will never. They have sneakers that are like pickleball sneakers. And on the side, they say pickleball. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't even know why it's called pickleball. I think they should make pickleball underwear. I love pickleballs. Like no, like I no like boxers. I love pickleballs. I love your pickleballs. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, I bet that's the thing. I bet you know. I bet there's all sorts of pickleball merch. You just have to go on Etsy, probably. Probably, pickleball porn. Oh, you know, I wouldn't be interested in that, but I bet there is that. Sticking paddles up your butt? I don't know. I feel like sports porn, that's just not a category I'm into. No, but like, no. I mean, I, I like, I think athlete porn I would like, but not the actual sports porn. You just want to watch like sex tapes. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if I do. I was talking about that with somebody. Like when I... I mean, is our sex sex days are just porn? Are I people... feel like they 
Yeah, they are, but they're also like more voyeuristic. They're also kind of like voyeuristic, like reading a memoir. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, I'm. It's like that time you saw that um, that blowjob video, and you're like, well, I thought his penis would be bigger. Mm. You know? Yeah, I and I have to That's say, what you get to do, you get to criticize it like you're Roger Ebert. <gasps> Oh my God, I I have a story for you. Totally. That made me think about it. Okay. This made me think about it. But also I've never watched any famous person's sex tape. I did look at um, Tommy Lee's penis because I wanted to see if it was really that big. But, and I've like seen little clips of people's things that I've like shown on the, like clipped on the internet just to see just because I was interested. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that person, I thought mm-hmm. they'd have a bigger dick. But I've never watched, like, Kim Kardashian's sex tape or Paris Hilton One Night in Paris or any of those things. Um, okay. So, you know, I do sex coaching, all that stuff, and I've kind of backed off, like, um, advertising as much and just, like, look, if someone refers, cool, or if someone reaches out, they happen to find me, I'm going to vet them more. And with Charmaine, with the pleasurologist, we're like, look, if somebody really wants to like talk about jerking off and whatever and show stuff. If it's the two of us and they'll pay us good money, why not? Right. But I will never do that alone. So that's fair. Right. There should be two. Yes. There should be two of us. It's safer. Not that they're in your space, but it's still, it feels safer. We wouldn't be together either. But also if someone's willing to pay for it and they really want it, like whatever, you know, we can help. So, I had this person message me through my CRM, which is like my platform that I use to like set up, you know, everybody's information, whatever. And you can schedule through there. So somehow they found that. And they messaged me, you know, are you taking new clients? Do you see men? You know, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) So I gave them all my information. We talked and he was like, yeah, I said the next step is a, you know, a consultation call. I said, it's not coaching. It's a short call. It's not full coaching just to see if we can work together. I went over the parameters of the call. We can do it phone or we can do it Zoom. Sometimes people prefer phone the first time to get to know each other. And we decide if, you know, if it would be a good working, if we could work together, you know, on both sides. It's a way to meet each other Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's not coaching. You know, I set up everything, like expectations. So right before the call, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Should I do like, uh, I'm like, no. He seemed so like he was asking good questions. So I get on the call and it's a Zoom. And at first it's just his picture, right? Like he has his camera up. That's fine. Right away, he starts going, sweetheart, baby, honey, sweetheart, baby, honey. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. But he wouldn't give me a chance to, like, talk, to say, like, mm-hmm. don't call me that. I have a name. That's not what you call it. You know, like, if, I'm, if you're working with somebody, you don't call them sweetheart, baby, honey. But he's like, okay, my camera yeah. on, is it on yet? And I'm like, I still couldn't say anything because that's all he kept saying. And then he's like, sweetheart, can you see me? Can you see me now? And I'm like, again, start, every time I started to, like, say something, he would, like, you know, whatever. So I just sat quiet for a minute. I'm like, I'm going to let him settle, and then we're going to go over. You don't fucking call me sweetheart, baby, honey. I'm not your sweetheart, baby, honey. I'm your, co- you know, potential coach. I'm a, per- I'm a human being. I'm, you know, whatever. 
So then it's like real dark. And it's like you could kind of see this little swinging. It looks like, you know, when you see an interrogation on TV and there's like a swinging light and there's like one table and chair and they have them sitting in it. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. yeah. So that's it's what getting it getting scary. So that's what it was starting to look like to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? The light's still not on. And he's like, hang on, hang on. And, and then suddenly the light goes on. I'm like, okay, he's wearing just an undershirt. He's wearing, un- like, you know, his shirt he's wearing just happens to be an undershirt. I'm like, okay, whatever. He didn't really dress up for the occasion. That's fine. Full view. Then I look, dick in hand, no pants. No, bummer. (laughs) (laughs) And look, it was not a dick I wanted to see. Uh, But also, like, I'm not, I say, this is not a coaching call. We don't go over any coaching or any of that kind of stuff. Blah, 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 blah. I went over all the stuff. It's, you know, whatever. Dude, you think I'm going to look, watch you hold your dick for free? Yeah. I, I cut it off at that very moment and had some choice words. And then I felt like my, I got, my my eyes felt like they needed to be bleached. Yeah. So. I wonder how, I mean, so this is probably a big problem in the world of, like, online therapy and online coaching. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how, I wonder how it's dealt with. I guess, like, if you have a company that represents you, like, if you work for BetterHelp or something mm-hmm. like that, they probably, like, don't connect you directly to your therapist. They connect you to a mm-hmm. person who has to look and screen for penises. I and think, then, um, yeah, I think then you're like forwarded over. I think also like, I, I don't know if I need like a sheet, like wear clothes to your appointment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you need like, you need to get them to sign an agreement before you mm-hmm. meet, meet anything. Because, like, I did some therapy, and it was, like, like I had to, like, sign all of these documents before I could even get an appointment. Right. You know? And when I'm, a, when I'm a therapist, I'll have all that. And for coaching, what I might have to start doing, too, is charging them for the initial consultation call and then say, if we decide to move forward, that goes towards your first month's pay, you know, charge. Yeah, definitely do that. Because that... Um, that will immediately screen out like probably 80 or 90% of the, the yeah, shitholes. I need to go ahead and do um, that. I, yeah, I sell software and I didn't put my, like I have this app that works with the doctor's app and I didn't put it for free because when you put it for free, it attracts all of these people who mm-hmm. have no, you know, they have no sense even downloading it. There's no reason for them to even mm-hmm. be on my radar. So That's I just good. put a price on it and it like completely eliminated that problem. Okay. That's my goal for this week. I need to change that. And I think the other thing I'm going to do <clears throat> is cut my website. And it was a lot of work put into it, but I pay for, you know, a monthly mm-hmm. fee for my website. No one goes to websites anymore. I mean, I go to websites, but no one mm-hmm. really like, that's not how they, it's either referrals or they find your CRM or it's on social media. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about getting rid of my website. I've been saying that for months and I haven't uh, done it. Yeah, I would keep it, but that's just me. Okay. I, I mean, feel like the website, 
is part of your portfolio. It's like not the most popular part. Right, but, but it's, it's kind of just like Okay, I'll keep it. It's not that much money. I just get like, oh my god, I had like five views on my website this month. Um yeah. I don't even know what the number was. I I hear you. No, but, I think the same thing sometimes where it's like websites are dead, but websites will never be dead. That's true. Okay, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Um, so, yeah, so so Dick and Hansel, I don't know. I'm a little like I do need to put a price on things. Again, though, if there are people out there who want more help with like with things where they, they want to show us some stuff, you know, to get feedback, whatever, the pleasureologists do have an offering for that that we do together. So you would get two coaches work, working with you. Two different perspectives. Well, we have similar perspectives, but... And um, so that's that. Anything new, exciting that you want to share to the world? Uh, no, I might be working on some new podcasts. Maybe um, there was this clandestine book club that uh, we started, or that started when I first moved to Athens, and somebody's interested in making it into a podcast. Mm. So that. And then I was thinking of getting the old podcasting band back together but we'll I'll I'll keep you updated sweet well we will be recording we've got a little you know the holidays and stuff so the pleasure all just will be recording soon for the scoop on sex we'll have some exciting information we keep saying that but we do have some stuff in the works um so check out the scoop on sex with the pleasureologist check out fig life coaching check out all the things check out athens public on until next time have a great day and peace the fuck out